Hello and welcome to Do the Right Thing, your weekly writing prompt podcast. I'm Alexandra. And I'm Jarvis. Jarvis and I were aspiring writers with one simple common problem. We never actually took the time to sit down and write. Exactly. So to cure this issue, we are issuing a challenge. Each week, you sit down and write a complete short story using three or four randomly generated words. Uh, Then when you come on the podcast, we read a story. We talk about what we learned in writing it and reading it. (laughs) Then we come on the podcast. We read a story. We talk about what we learned in reading it. And then we talk about the rest of the story sent in by you wonderful listeners. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We're simply here to help you do the right thing. A doof media production. Production. Um, how's it going? Hey, I'm in. It's going week, pretty good. Week two of of being in the in the Big Apple, the, that really huge apple. Oh, nice. Yeah, the the, the gigantic apple mm-hmm. filled with worms. Mm-hmm. How is it? Yeah, those um the seeds are filled with cyanide. So, um, you know Ooh. you know how that is. Uh, yeah, I had a date tell me how um. If you eat all of the seeds in an apple, you'll die from the cyanide poisoning. I don't know how true that is. Well, that's a lie. Yeah. That's an a- actual lie. <laughs> I don't know. Because uh, I don't know if I told you, but I used to eat apples whole. Um, yeah. So I've eaten plenty of apple seeds. Mm-hmm. And you didn't die once. I'm is what you're not, telling me. I, I, I don't think I did. Uh-huh. I don't think I did. Or at least not because so, of the apples. Yeah, yeah, no, probably because of my uh, insane hair, uh, heroin use. Mm-hmm. Your your just um, crazy lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. My crazy kooky live lifestyle, like an orgy every night, bro. Every night, bro. Um, mm-hmm. um, every night, bro. Yeah. Speaking of orgies every night, but, yeah. Um, I do, I do want to <laughs> preface preface this episode. Um, party? that uh my my downstairs neighbor and and my other surrounding people living people have been getting very busy recently and so if you hear stuff in the background mm. busy doing what um <laughs> copulating uh copulating. yeah that's how we that's how we say it um um <laughs> fornicating <laughs> Uh, I don't know. They just, uh, it seems like someone's in pain and uh, the walls are shaking. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, the point is, if you hear something in the background, I sincerely apologize. And I'm, I'm doing stuff so that I won't, that that shouldn't happen so much in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I think I just heard something. You might have. In, uh, in the background, yeah. It was like, a, ah. Was it? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you're just hopeful. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I'm just listening so hard. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> don't don't laugh at that. Okay. That was bad. It's stupid. I am a child at at heart. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Okay. Um, but beyond the uh, fornicating neighbors mm-hmm. and the wild, crazy party lifestyle you live every single last mm-hmm. day. Yep. Uh, is New York also cold right now? Oh, it's fucking freezing. I'm like I, yes. I just don't go outside anymore. It's really bad, actually. I really need to just get in the habit. Um, it hasn't been too bad the last couple days because it was like in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, but like last night, I wanted to have a dramatic moment. You know, get on my roof, uh, bring my my poetry book with me, write some poetry, maybe yeah. drink a little bit. Um, but it. it was so fucking windy that my pen wouldn't work. <laughs> like like uh, or so what? fucking windy and cold that my yeah my pen wouldn't work. It it just like 
Oh, that's awful. Yeah, yeah. It was just all gray. You can, like, literally very much see the difference between the stuff I wrote outside and inside. So. And it's, <laughs> yeah. Which, which is crazy, because it's also, like, wicked windy here, too. I um, re- I remember last, last night, which is something I haven't really heard that often, but, like, the shackles on our roof and, like, the, um the like doors to our to our windows were just slamming all night because the wind was going so hard in the paint <laughs> um only 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 for me to like wake up today and my phone says that it's 25 but i buy i have this thing where it's called real real feel where, where it also like right, right. puts in the sun and the wind and then all that and it's like six degrees here jeez yeah. yeah, and I absolutely really hate it. It sucks because I do love. It's pretty bad. Yeah, really, really bad. Which um, is make me worrying because, like, I don't know if the freeze is gonna happen soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the freeze is supposed to be worse than last year. Oh my god! And last year it was pretty fucking bad. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We haven't done anything yeah. to fix any of the problems. We're talking about the the freezing that you know um left Happened most of texas. texas without power for a week mm-hmm. um during yes, a whole yeah, week a really, without really power time yeah and i have chicken in the fridge so if that happens um i'm definitely gonna go hungry you're gonna so. eat a lot of chicken in one night that's what you gotta do you gotta and yeah you gotta eat it while you can and put on that that winter you know hibernation weight so you can Mm, do like do like a winter fab yeah uh but speaking about reading real real quick yeah we can (laughs) we can read the uh this week's story um would you like to introduce yeah no okay um so we're reading so uh this week's story is by uh morgan lay great name thank you um (laughs) And, it, and this is a new new writer, so thank you so much for submitting your story. And you submitted a, a untitled story that we are extremely excited to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's just uh, jump in. This is a story by Morgan Lelay. Muted music rolled over his whole body as if he were underwater. Dull bass booms, cycling through his bones, kick drums thudding in his chest. Vibrations ran through his arms like a finger ran wrist to collarbone, drifting across chest and caressing visage. Pumping wildly, the floor jumped in time to the sounds, synthesizers matching the movements of bodies that filled the space like a sea. He felt them. Wild arms raised in the air, rocking hips and gyrating bodies. Sweat muggily grabbed skin in the humid hall, air too full to evaporate into. Droplets crawled along a girl's skin, tickling brow and neck before dissolving down back and body. He nodded to the music, hands tapping rhythm into his thighs as the song blasted on. The floor swelled and ebbed, and he rode the convulsions like a wave, never losing balance as he, and by extension, everyone else, rocked to the sounds. Swelling, the music charged into a buildup, snares cascading in waves as pitches screamed higher and higher, 
A chorus of cymbals rang out, and a grip abruptly yanked him off balance. Three girls caught themselves off balance as an unrelated man fell into a copse of partiers. A red solo cup splattered on the ground somewhere, and a very unimpressed, Hey! rang out as two dudes collided. Catching his balance, he looked to the offending party fowler as people got back into the groove, their dance steps slowed but still hammering through his ankles. What was that for, Slights? Slights maintained the grip on his shoulder, eyes staring at instead, eyes staring at instead of through like so many of the attendees. Second to the right, Pete. Slights didn't shift his gaze. New girl. Pete followed the look. There, at the back, her eyes were darting around, not in fear, but searching. He slid through the crowd, gliding through circles of dancers nonchalantly. Never touching a one, the crowd shifted to let him pass. Seemingly unrelated movements occurred all at once to form a pocket around the man. He moved through it until the bubble parted in front of the girl. Her eyes went wide as the crowd opened in front of her. Gotta love the theatrics. He smirked as the girl locked eyes and strode into his space. She slid a hand down his arm until her fingers landed between his. She rested her body weight into him with a full body lean. Only one rule, he shouted over the music. Have fun! He produced a little baggie from his unoccupied arm. The girl grabbed for it as he pulled back. She pouted. I thought you said one rule. Mouth turning down into an exaggerated frown. Gotta give you the rundown, though, he instructed. Stuff wears off at first light. Until then, you're tied to everyone here. Until then, you're tied to everyone here. Every move, step, breath. He closed his eyes as he felt everyone's dance thrum through his body. He stared into her. You'll lose yourself till morning. We got designated vests keeping an eye out. She grabbed again. You'll lose yourself till morning. When she didn't ease up, he relented. She palmed the bag and melted into the crowd. All right, all right. This is a really great uh, story that really uh, encapsulates the feeling of being at a party like this. And I love how much time is being spent on, like, what part of the music is um, sort of correlating to what what part of of the body. Really taking this, you Mm -hmm. know, typical concert scene and making it a bit more spiritual a bit more clan clandestine really putting a lot of importance in to this one night and i like the um bits that that we get with these uh characters of the girl and the drug and the drug dealer mm-hmm. um and how the drug dealer is selling this uh, this drug you know there's a caveat it'll last apparently a while because mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's till sunup um and there, and this is probably like what, ten nine there. So that's like a five six six hour <laughs> high, which sure. is crazy. Uh-huh. Um, but but yeah, uh, I just like really loved 
the scene that is that's being painted here and how a lot and how a lot of time has been taken to really focus on the on the pros on the uh sin tactical level um so overall like really great job and i definitely look forward to seeing what else you you bring to the table in the future mm-hmm. yeah this is a very interesting piece definitely um i think one of the main things going on here is this experimentation with um uh, sensory description um and we start off just just with that music um and really translating um the music into very physical sensations um i really love that that metaphor that we almost open up with of um vibrations ran through his arms like a finger ran wrist to collarbone drifting across chest and caressing visage like that is oof ooh, that's good um just the it because that's not Mm -hmm, exactly it's not just the physical description of like it's you know moving through your body but the fact that it is like yeah caressing that it is soft but also like extremely intimate um and uh yeah yeah so um another moment i like I, i think just because i really like i don't know uh the sensation or maybe just matching the sensation but the part of um droplets crawled along a girl's skin tickling brow and neck before dissolving down back and body um it's just Ew. like that <laughs> well <laughs> okay <laughs> well no it's, it's it's definitely hot and sweaty mm-hmm. at, at that concert uh great d description though go ahead yeah yeah it was just the like I don't know the, the 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 specificity of it, the fact that like we're in this giant party, um, you know, this wild thing, but we are focusing mm-hmm. on this tiny, tiny um, bit of feeling. Um, I think it's yeah, really, really interesting. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I I think for me within this piece, the one thing that, or I guess like a like a couple things that that I was looking for that was almost really hit on was definitely. Um, I personally would have liked to know a bit more about the music itself mm-hmm. um, so that I can also get a good description of what these people look like. You know, certain, <laughs> sure. certain people tend so, to go so to So you want to know what the shows. music is so you can make assumptions about who's listening to it? Yes. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Which, I mean, or or at 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 least, you know, just those those few added paint, paint, paint strokes can really make the uh, picture for me. You know, like 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 if like if this was a punk show, then mm-hmm. yeah, I would definitely look. I, I would definitely see Pete and uh, this girl and uh, Slade slights 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 yeah slights mm-hmm. great like great sleight of hand. Uh, I should I would, clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know, because he seems a little bit sneaky, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely, just like that small addition would have definitely not not only grounded it for me, but also filled out this scene a um, bit more um but yeah overall i i i really do like how this this piece as you said uh on a prose level really great but how it sort of focuses on the abstract and looks at this party from a wider lens as we slowly sort of hone hone in on our main character Mm -hmm. um 
but yeah yeah like like really really great great stuff um <coughs> what's interesting I love... um your um your point yeah. about uh what the music is so you can picture the people um it could yeah. go the other direction too right describing yeah, the people would imply what do the people yeah. look like yeah yeah if you talk about rocker shirts or if you talk about rave you know fishnets mm-hmm. and glow sticks then it's yeah very different um vibes yeah and 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 really i think like the the only reason why like i sort of caught i i'm sort of hung hung up on this is because the the attire at a lot of shows is important you know mm-hmm. like like metal punk emo you know all of these sort of like darker genres of uh, rock music are heavily influenced by the aesthetic itself sure um especially when it comes to the listeners and the bands itself so i don't know just and also just giving us a bit more of a description of what kind of people are are here um would just be nice and you know it, it would definitely round, round out the, the scene and, and and there are moments where that was that was almost there like um when there is that description of of the sweat on on this girl how it's going from her bow uh, from her from her brow down her back and then you know dissipating in into the air like like that is a clear picture of one person at this this party but how are they moving you know are they really grooving or are they just sweaty because everyone else is is you know hot i I don't know i I think there's definitely an implication that they're moving and grooving and we've got stuff like gyrating bodies we have uh wild arms raised in the air rocking hips um Mm -hmm. a couple other things yeah i guess you know i'm i'm just looking for that specificity sure right um yeah I was picturing a, a Denton House show. That's what I. That's my frame of reference. A Denton House show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because that is that's loud. Um, it's it's loud. It's sweaty. Oh yeah. Uh, there yeah. aren't as many drugs though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And certainly no no drugs. Which is that... a really weird. Mm-hmm. What is weird? Yeah. No, it's just a really weird development when it comes to like Denton House house uh-huh. shows to where like there there are people smoking weed, but. There's I, rarely have I ever ran in into someone selling drugs. You mm-hmm. know. So are you? Is is um, that something you're you're lamenting? Or you're like, I really wish there was more drugs at Denton House shows. I mean, that's fine. That's a fine. That maybe maybe that is a good position to take. You know, maybe runs this for city council. Be like, I demand to bring back drug dealers to Denton House shows more drugs and more part exactly i mean granted like it is a college town mm-hmm. it's a house show filled with college people mm-hmm. you would think there would be some 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 crazy stuff there you know like uh, i've i don't think i've ever really seen coke at a, a house show wild wild yeah and i've never seen a pilly at a denton house show a pilly um but you know a, a pilly you know any form of pill i don't know that's just so generic you, do you mean e well yeah there's there there's e there's fucking there, there's molly there's you, you know you, you got you a little bit of mdma you got you a little bit of speed you know like like just just gen mm. just general pillies I, I didn't see a single pill there you god. know which sucks because growing up i thought that every that every party slash last house house show had a bowl of pills 
at the entrance <laughs> for you to like uh like on halloween pick out two yeah that's where the confusion Wait, what? is like halloween where they, they say that it's you know they're giving drugs to children but no they're just getting confused because at these parties you walk in and there's a bowl of of pills like candy mm-hmm. you know take take only like one candy yeah exactly yeah so um <laughs> i say all that to say that your story definitely did capture the um it's, it's hard to to explain the feeling but you were able to really capture the feeling of being at a party and just sort of living for that night you know the, mm-hmm. the hype the the energy and the uh, adrenaline was perfectly captured with within your your prose just just for me definitely taking that and putting it on the more personal level um, would have been a great move for this story and something that they might end up doing uh, later on in the future with this idea. Well, I would also say that I think part of it um, is the like losing himself in the music, you know, um, yes. the thing that the, the, mm. the drug is doing. It, okay. Question. Um, something that I, I was not entirely sure. So um, I did get the feeling that actually he was like, not just feeling everyone, but also kind of controlling everyone a bit. Um, which I wasn't sure hmm. about because I was like, mm, that's kind of overpowered for like a, oh, a random about drug. No, the main character. Oh, okay. Does, they were controlling everyone they, through the drug. A little bit, yeah. Or at least influencing them hmm. to move slightly differently because it's not just that like he walks and, um, you know, just like walks through everyone perfectly because he knows how they're moving. It's not just that. It's like they're parting ways around him. Um Mm, like unintentionally true. too it's it's like not like obviously which was interesting um so yeah i was trying to trying to puzzle that out um interesting uh, you it, know what that is yeah. that's something that i that i didn't pick pick up on but as i'm like reading reading through it right now i can see that 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 reading of <clears throat> excuse me of that maybe uh it could be through the the drug somehow, be, because I uh, did find the the moment when um, the the dealer said like um, when you when you take this you are no longer you you have, you are one of you're one of you're one of everyone else you it won't it won't end till 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 morning comes a bit uh, a bit ominous mm-hmm. but yeah I don't know. yeah it's I don't definitely know. like a warning um, yeah yeah um yeah that it's interesting like why why the mm-hmm. the warning yeah true true no but that that's a really uh interesting reading um and definitely yeah i i might end up reading this for a second and, and third time to uh see if there's any um value it's... in uh that well i guess not value I'm yeah for yeah a, it was for like i i think the story is valuable i from, from no no reading, no but... this this uh, this story is very valuable i was i was talking about the reading of the ah. of the main character having having some sort of um sway in uh how the uh party goes but yeah i will i will definitely be reading this one uh again so thank you very much um mm. to uh morgan la Thank you. Oh, actually, now that I just sorry uh, on on that, I think I I might have put it together. See, I thought that um, she was getting the drug so she could have the same kind of like control and like be with everyone kind of thing, right? Um, yeah. But maybe actually, like, um, 
she just wants to be one of the other people that's like in like under the sway of of this drug like everyone here is on this drug yeah yeah i i, I don't know i guess yeah, i was yeah. just picturing it's just the 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 dealer was although actually now i'm thinking more about it um maybe that means that the dealer was not actually in control at all but just like yeah everyone being like some sort of telepathically connected and just trance yeah like him included you know and him just like communicating Mm -hmm. i need to walk over there and everyone else um sort of uh accommodating that on like consensually yeah okay yeah maybe maybe wow this is this is turning into a completely different story with this reading (laughs) <laughs> um but yeah maybe maybe they're they're all co- uh, connected through the hive mind of the jam actually what if okay what if the person controlling mm-hmm. or the people controlling all of these uh, partyers is the band playing yeah, this music yeah, they that, are. yeah. I see yeah because because the because the music itself is like very personal and and in in involved almost like it's personified almost like the music is living itself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. interesting interesting um last thing uh i so this all reminds me of like a world building project that i i read once um mm-hmm. which was like a series of psas on a drug called camel um and you would take it uh it, it, when you take it with other people you form a caravan as it was called on the street where you're all mm. like yeah you have linked minds and you um the more that you take the like closer you are linked um then they would do um if you form a mansa munsa which is like also another term for like a gigantic caravan um yeah. it's like kind of it's kind of risky um and like the the PSAs were basically you know watch out taking this drug because you could just become like permanently linked to the other people that you're doing the drug with um, mm. I don't know. I just really love the terms: the camel, caravan, Matsumusa. I love it. <laughs> Matsumusa, yeah, yeah. And um, especially with this like world building uh, exercise of like having to make these uh, PSAs. That's a really interesting concept. Where'd mm-hmm. you uh, where'd you hear about this? The the world building subreddit actually. Uh, oh, okay. Oh no, not Reddit. Hey, they got good communities there. <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna be honest, the only thing that gets any traction on, Reddit, on so. that subreddit is just like images. So if you don't do images, oh, okay. then yeah. But I think it's I, I love the PSAs the most, actually, that people make for their fiction, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, uh, all right. I think it's high time to roll into our listener submitted story section. So thank you very much to thank you very much to calinero985 walker by faith jarby jazz and flower priest for submitting your story so the first story we will be talking about this week is by calinero985 with arrival time Mm -hmm. yeah definitely i think the the next story i would have chosen to read this week um so uh there's this character aaron um and he's on a plane sort of reminiscing about um the saying in Alcoholics Anonymous, um, basically saying that people don't don't change, uh, like, just depending on where they are. Um, it, you put an asshole on a plane in New York, an asshole gets off the plane in Boston just with a drink in him. Um, hmm. And uh, so he's been drinking a little bit on this flight, and we don't really know why at first. And then we realize, or we're, we're told, that it's because um, and, until... 
he lands. He's in this moment where um, being disconnected from the world that his dad is not actually passed away. So he's sort of letting himself sort of be in denial for these next mm. like two or three hours or so. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a really interesting portrayal of this character's sort of grief. And it's like a denial, but not really. It's a, it's a very intentional denial. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you can tell that it's not really um, working, but also, you know, maybe that the character does need this, um, needs to have this space to two hours and 22 minutes um, where, yeah, his father has not passed away, where he doesn't have to worry about um, funeral arrangements and things like that. Um, I I really love the ending line, just to finish. Um, It was funny... You could take an asshole or a drunk or a grieving man and put him on a plane and he'd still be the same when he stepped off. It was the world that changed, whether you liked it or not. Mm. Yeah, really, really strong last, last line. And overall, I, I think that, that this is a really strong piece, um, <clears throat> short of showing how in these moments where we are grieving, we do tend to uh, gravitate towards towards vices i think that you know i guess that's the message or the like overall theme here um but i really do love how this main character seems so stuck seems re reluctant to think about anything beyond this this plane beyond the next drink he will get um beyond the the next really tiny bottle of really bombshell wine, <laughs> he will yeah. he will yeah, get red or white in the plastic um, cups, yeah, red oh, or white, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like I I just really love it how much time we really get to spend in this main uh, uh, character's head. I uh, know you uh, said how like the reason as to why they are here is sort of just told told to us and 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 not shown. But I think that I, I don't know. that was done to. A, yeah, yeah. I don't. Well, I, I don't. I wouldn't say it, that in a bad yeah, way. Yeah, I, I mean, no. Yeah, and it's and it's not in a bad way. I mean, I think it's done to pretty decent uh, effect because we are focusing on, on this one moment and we're staying in this one scene. So um, stepping out of that, I feel would have definitely just dis- disrupted the the flow of this piece. Yeah, yeah. Like overall. showing his so, you know, father, like. Yeah, like dying, <laughs> like yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. Or, I don't or think just, that would be yeah. Or just like doing a a flashback to uh, when he got the first call saying mm, your mm. father's dead. Yada yada yada. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I do like how we stay in this one place. I I do like all of the little uh details about about where he's going, where he's staying, all this, and it, and it just feels that we get a really great sense of who this who Aaron is in this moment mm-hmm. um not who not who he's going to be later or who or who he was we solely focused on the grieving man Aaron which mm-hmm. I really did um enjoy overall yeah yeah definitely um yeah a lot of great reflection on on loss here um next story mm-hmm. next story is by Walker by Faith with the crutch seven yes yes um so here we finally have that uh talk between um carl and sarah after um sarah has uh 
realize that she has to tell him that her son Polly is not his biological son and that she's been hiding this whole time um, and uh, that she feels that she has to leave him. So we're in Carl's perspective and um, they start talking uh, and then they go to the backyard and they have this, this very, very hard conversation with a lot of, there's a lot of um, build up to it until Sarah mm-hmm. finally starts like confessing. And um, so uh, she, you know, ends up admitting that uh, Paul was Polly's father and um, says that, that you're not, uh, you're not the father. And, but Carl's like, no, 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 that's, I, I have, I have been this, this kid's father this whole time. So that, that does not change. And they sort of have this argument and, um, um, and it's clear that Sarah is just like, uh, really, really emotionally distraught and, um, sort of, she's, it seems to have like a sort of like confused anger a little bit and she wants to run away and Carl is sort of just interpreting all of this and I think getting a, a little angry, um, he's, he's getting angry back because, um, it's, it's something he did, he didn't do wrong and he feels that he's being, uh, like he has to comfort her for something that she did wrong. Um, but at the end, uh, he goes to be with his son and says, um, oh, um, when you decide to stop playing the victim, we'll be inside making dinner. We can talk more later, but without the waterworks or you can leave. That's your choice. But Polly's staying with me. He's my son. Um, and lastly is that, uh, he, realizes um that sarah's only um coming out with all of this not because she just like feels that this is now the time to tell him but because she got caught Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so yeah this is a a, a really strong strong scene i think carl took it better than i thought he would um i was afraid of violence but it turns out that carl was um very practical about it. I mean, I, th- I think there was a line where he said that he always kind of knew. Um, and he was more angry at the fact that she waited so long to to tell him mm-hmm. versus what she actually said, uh, said to him. Which I think is, is a really strong moment that sort of puts how Carl is, fe- is feeling into a different perspective. Um, and I do like how how carl is just like all right well i'm I'm still his father you know i like always have been his his father and he's sort of stepping up to to the plate of like still being there especially during this sort of trying time Mm -hmm. and yeah there was there was a lot of tension there was a lot of e e emotion here from from um both both of them i think it definitely ended in this very bitter place to where i was i was almost hoping as i read it that they would treat this as as not bit as not too big of a deal but but of course if we're being realistic it is a huge deal especially for for both of them the the lies that she was telling and the lies he was being told yeah um, yeah so yeah i mean overall this is this is the um crescendo to this story that i was definitely looking for um i think it sort of ends in a place to where you know like as i said carl is uh, stepping up to the plate for a Paul, um, Polly, but he's he also has a sort of sense of disdain for um, Sarah 
because she is obviously uh, not taking this this moment too well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I will say it, it did seem that like um, Carl was maybe being a little too harsh. I don't know. Uh, or maybe not too harsh, but just he's angry. I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm not going to say too harsh. That's wrong. But th- he's just I, I think angry. His, his anger is definitely valid. It's yeah, definitely yeah. Valid. It's just I, I, I feel that like, I don't know. I think there's like a sort of an implication that he's like emotionless and like not, you know, also, you know, being affected by his emotions and stuff because I mean, you don't say, you know, uh, stop with when you're, you know, stop crying basically. Um, if you're not like emotionally, uh, I don't know, uh, affected by your own emotions. We'll see. We'll see. That's the thing though. I, 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 I read this as that Carl is, emotionally wrecked mm. he is emotionally de destroyed so his brain goes to the to the default you know he's he's definitely angry at her and he's angry that she in in some sense is sort of he's he's reading it as that she is crying because of of him because of what what she did but he's feeling that the blame is still being put on him within this this moment and he's still still like angry at, at her but that, but just because he, you know, of course, says some pretty harsh things, which, uh, which again, you know, you you have your own uh, uh, opinion. I'm I'm not one to 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 say harsh things, but I can completely understand him in this moment saying mm-hmm. like why like why are why are you crying mm-hmm. right Why yeah. are you crying when you're the one that fucked up here? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So I would not say that Carl is emotionless. I would say that he's actually filled with e e emotion, and that his uh, emotions are in the sort of like tor tornado. He just doesn't seem like the, the kind of person to portray that. Maybe sure. Yeah. Physically. Yeah. At I'm least say, that's, that's. I'm also how I just saw it. influenced by like how I approach arguments, which is just different and much more. It's like always conciliatory. Um, so maybe that's more of a me thing than, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, cause I mean, granted, yeah, if, 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 if I heard that I've been raising this kid, right. For five years, you know, this, this is my son, even though I did have that sneaking su- suspicion and then wifey comes up to me and says, Hey, is not your, your, uh, your son. I would definitely be 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 angry i feel that the last thing i would want to do is console the other person about lying to me for for five years you know yeah that's probably a good call i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna admit that (laughs) (laughs) but that's just me um Mm -hmm. but again this is a a really great piece This, this is definitely the uh climax that I was really hoping that uh, that it would be a couple of uh, a couple of uh, entries back, and I'm kind of excited to see where it goes from here. I mean, I think or that there what is Walker a... by Faith does next. Either way, yeah, yeah, or or whatever Walker by Faith does does next. If you do choose to continue the uh, crutch, I can definitely see uh, their relationship e- either falling. Uh, apart or maybe the possibility of them coming back to to together but also you know you're you're always free to hop on to other projects and show us what else you have in the storehouse Mm -hmm. um if there is going to be another entry um i think there's definitely um 
you know, I, we love when things come full circle. So I don't know, maybe something with um, the metaphor about the crutch and something with that mm. um, or, or with alcoholism. I don't know. Um, uh, one thing I did want to say um, is that I felt, especially in the beginning, that um, I could use just a little bit more physical description of like environment um, mm-hmm. or because like, uh, we transitioned from being inside the house to being outside with a um, senses of dialogue of saying like, here we are um, outside rather than like, yeah, yeah. which I mean, I understand that like transitions are always awkward. Um, so I, I get it. Um, but yeah, I think uh, just describing them, you know, walking outside or, or just describing what being outside is like, you know, what, what is it like in the backyard and on the back porch um, would tell us mm-hmm. that we are there now rather than having to say it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but all right. Uh, thank you to Walker by Faith. And up next is by Jarby Jass with Nutsack Noir 1. Mm-hmm. Um, great title. <laughs> Very- <laughs> yeah, so this is a noir story. Um, we get some really, really cool um, world building about <laughs> this place called Nutsack Bay, <laughs> which um, definitely an interesting title. Um, yep, yep, definitely interesting. But it's this, it's part of this um, archipelago uh, where um, the, it's mainly dominated by this place called Capitalism Island, which is a little on the nose as well. But it's, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's all the noir stuff. They're talking about corruption and um, mm-hmm. the extreme difference between rich and poor and stuff. So we have this noir detective going to um, Joel and Joel's um, on um, this one smaller island um uh what's it called the island boy um, island yeah that's the one um, yeah anyway so he meets up with this person and we get he he gets a case right um and what's interesting is that it's um a case of corruption um that points to that um capitalism island is formed on is built upon a place that should have been an environmental um, environmentally protected zone. Um, you're finding out that like the, the person who signed off on it being approved, someone who was a environmental activist, like disappeared. Um, and while they were disappeared, they, they, their signature showed up on the approval. Um, Mm. and, uh, the whole time we have, you know, wonderful, like noir vibes in the narrative, uh, in, in narration and in how the character speaks. Um, yeah, it's uh, a wonderful noir piece that's a little bit... It, you were saying it was satirical when we read it before. Or maybe yeah, satirical I, I, is what you're saying. Maybe uh, satirical. It, you know, really, that's just up to the naming con- conventions, really. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, overall, uh, I, I really love this one. I mean, of course, I love anything uh, noir. And, you know, this definitely has all of the proper uh, elements in in place and i like how we're getting a nice sense of like the people the uh, uh, and the city and then we sort of roll on into what this this a uh, case is on uh nutsack bay mm-hmm. um but yeah like overall i think that you know this is a really solid piece uh it's it is entertaining uh, but yeah yeah definitely just uh in my first reading do to the names and just like <laughs> other things i was 
I was sort of thinking maybe it was a uh, sat maybe it was a satire on maybe the naming of a lot of places within uh, noir stories because typically they are very on the the nose. But yeah, overall, I had a really good time reading this one. Yeah, I definitely got some. It, it definitely felt um, the capitalism island definitely felt on the nose. It's just like yeah, yeah, we're just gonna call it what it is, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, definitely. But all right, our last story for this week is by Flower Priest with Children's Pantheon, which is apparently based off of the HBO show Euphoria. I've been really, really meaning to to watch that. I I need to just find someone to watch it with, I suppose. Um, Yeah, no, it's it's pretty pretty good. If you like um, why a dark um, drug-filled show. Okay, actually, you know what? Is this like... The new generation skins UK. Ooh, okay. You know what? You know what? Oh my god! Oh my god! Similar. The only the only thing. Lose it. (laughs) Yeah, well, because you know, skins is an amazing show. King's show, Crown show. Mm -hmm. Um, the the only difference is that this show is a lot slower than than skins. Um, focuses a lot more on um, addiction and drug use um, and then it quickly sort of delves into like typical modern YA drama sure um, but with like a harsher edge to it you know mm-hmm. but that's good that's good yeah um, um, I don't know it's, yeah. just, it's just funny just like all the like I don't know alt people when I was in high school would show me uh, skins which i'd never they would show like. you skins yeah because like i mean okay look one of the first episodes is just like very much dealing with like eating disorders um yes and you know that show's great uh I, i'm sure it's great and wonderful like a bunch of other ways but it's definitely like that episode definitely i know with some people were just like oh so it's fine and cool for me to just like yeah like have my eating disorder and just kind of I don't know. Like, you see, those are people that didn't finish the series. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Like, not not that like it was portrayed as like a good thing, but it was like a cool show and a cool character, and like showing some of her like techniques basically and stuff. And yeah, I, I yeah, it, not that like it caused the eating disorders, but just like I think it no, but maybe didn't help people sometimes. that maybe had it. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it didn't. It didn't help them. Yeah. In, I mean, in that that way. It probably did for a lot of people, but also I think some people didn't. Anyway, I don't know. Um, point is, uh, yeah, I'm getting similar vibes of just like, you know, in alt a show about like alt teens, basically. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, but okay. So, um, uh, yeah, that's the stories APR. that we have. Um, oh, sorry. Oh my god. Yeah, I did, we didn't actually talk about the story. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I got distracted. Didn't, didn't even talk about it. Um, I feel very silly. Okay, so Flower Priest uh, talks about in the comment how. Um, so, so this is a, a, a poem, um, and um, j- just to summarize how Flower Priest says it, um, they were feeling inspired after watching Euphoria's premiere and watched uh, and wrote a tone poem describing each character as a god and their spheres of action um it makes more sense mm. if you watch the show and read the wicked and the divine comic book um which we covered on the doofcast um really really great oh, comic cool. series um which i i haven't read but i that did not affect um my reading in a negative way i still um 
it felt like I, yeah, I, this stuff I think is it definitely readable without that context at all. Um, but we run through each character in the same repeating pattern, um, saying uh, we, we name them, um, we say something that they are, um, mm-hmm. uh, we, we say like a, a feeling that they are, we say a thing that, like a thing that they do, say what they bring and what their signature is. So um, it starts off with Rue is the joy of failing before trying, a child falling into the underworld laughing as she descends she brings madness her signature is written in shadows um whereas a little bit later uh cassie is the dance you keep up because you don't want the party to end a huntress in winter without a prey she'll help you run away her signature is in ice blue um and so on and um yeah i I really really like the repeating pattern i like the rhyme where where it appeared um and um yeah, I just I, I I felt like I understood all these characters a bit more, and um, even without knowing the characters, like I still I don't know very much like enjoyed having these feelings packaged together, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely after watching uh, some of Euphoria, I, I guess I do have a certain uh, amount uh, amount of knowledge going into it. And I think that a, a not, not only are a lot of these uh, characters pretty nicely captured, there's also a great flow to this poem, mm-hmm. um, and and it carries a very similar tone um, through uh, throughout to where almost this this could be a song really. In uh, some some senses, if you put it to a certain tune, but yeah, overall, I just really love the the flow in this. I love the attention to um, word word choice here. You know, like like there's madness, shadows, end endless, um, throne, just uh, cor- corruption, just really strong words that are very invocative of these. Uh, characters right Mm -hmm. so yeah i think overall this is a really solid poem and i'm glad that uh you decided to send it to us this week flower priest yeah um yeah i like i said i really like the just packaging of these feelings together like i don't know who maddie is right but having um the acceptance that love always equals pain tied with a rose despoiled with blood still beautiful um, she understands the martyrs. Her signature is in central pink. So, yeah, having those ideas packaged together, I think is definitely, it's interesting. It's like, what what are these associations? What do they mean? And I felt like um, throughout them, you know, tying like, again, with Cassie, like uh, the dance you keep up because you don't want the party to end, tying that with helping you run away. Um, yeah, I think it's really, it's really interesting and it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, and I think it reveals mm-hmm. something about those concepts. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, we're all right. I think it's high time to say thank you to everyone who did submit a story this week. So thank you very much to Morgan LaA. Uh, thank you to Kellanero985. Thank you to Walker by Faith. Uh, thank you to Jarby Jazz. 
And thank you to Flower Priest. And we would also like to say thank you to everyone who left comments. Leaving comments not only under your own story, but under someone else's story can condense all of your ideas on your own story for others to see. But you are also providing someone else with feedback, which can only improve them and you as a writer. So, mm-hmm. thank you very much to Walker by Faith, Jarby Jazz, and Flower Priest. Thank you so much for leaving comments. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a wonderful discussion down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to be like all of, the, all of these wonderful writers and submit your story to Do the Right Thing, you can do that by going to Reddit at slash r slash do the right thing. All you have to do is sit down for 30 minutes and write a complete short story using three or four randomly generated words uh that's right um every time now i'm getting just like a an urge yeah. to myself to just start jumping and then into we the come on a podcast yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you want to see the words as soon as they come out the best place to do that would be to follow us on twitter uh, um at right thing cast um you can get the notifications whenever there is something going on with the podcast in general um and also you can interact with us there um and um and, and yeah, if you want to ask us questions there or something like that, you totally, absolutely can. Um, and of course, um, hey. there. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry. Uh, and if you want to support us and everything else happening in Doof Media, you can do that by donating to to the Doof Media Patreon. All you have to do is sit down and donate ten dollars or more <laughs> per month. Nice save. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you'll be able to get access to exclusive bonus content. Through donating ten dollars or or more per per month, which includes the latest episode of Doof Over, which we still need to schedule. Um, yeah, um, I I want to actually plug um, the twenty dollar level because we haven't actually done that in a while. Um, which oh, okay. um, lets you join the Council of Doof and uh, sponsor an episode of the Doofcast. Um, and um, Basically, it, the Council of Doof is just a uh, group of our patrons that gets together and helps decide one um, Doofcast episode per month. Um, so we've gotten some really great um, selections because of that. And also you um, can vote. Um, I think you can vote without being a patron, but um, vote on whether a um, movie deserves to join the Doof Pantheon or, or, or canon. I guess both of those things the doof canon of like the best movies um and um yeah we've had a, a really great list and I, I really have enjoyed um uh checking those out um a lot of things that i ha- wouldn't have checked out otherwise mm-hmm. if you want to um i'm oh, sorry uh, there's always so much else going on here at, at doof media um if you haven't checked out the show mm, what you say again i always recommend it because such a wonderful delight listening to um scott and elise um so it's just a it's just a nice show um a, you know a married couple talking about <laughs> what's going on with them and uh, talking about a a drama show um uh, and yeah it's, it's enjoyable so pick me up it's good nice 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 well all right i think it's high time to roll into next week's words mm-hmm. the words for next week are apology cook weight and mushroom 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 fun um yeah that's i like i like that um so keeping in mind um that the theme for the month of january um is uh paradigm shift so like a big change in the story um but uh an apology which is when you say sorry to someone is when you ask for forgiveness um and admit that um what you did was wrong um that harmed someone else or otherwise was was negative 
Um, mm-hmm. Any other implications for apology? Um, no, I think that's the only one that I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one, cook, which is both a noun and a verb. It is to um, prepare ingredients to uh, make them edible, to make them into food. There's always mm-hmm. <laughs> people fighting over whether putting something in the microwave counts as cooking. Um, in my opinion, I don't anytime, think it does. Whenever there's a state change, I think that's cooking. Yes, um, a if change you're just warming of it up, state. Yeah. If you put something in the oven yeah. to warm it up, that's not cooking. If you do it to like, no. bake it, to change it, that's cooking. Mm. That's cooking, yeah. Now we're cooking. It's a thing you can say also. Yeah. <laughs> you can also cook more things than just food. Mm-hmm. Normally, um, when uh, someone says that, they, yeah, they, they could be cooking meth. They could be cooking up um, a, uh, a piece of literature. You know, cooking uh, is just uh, something that goes through a state change. Typically, it deals with food, but it could deal with a whole host of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and you can be a cook whose uh, job it is is Ooh. to uh, cook. You can also cook a grenade, which is when you hold a grenade in your Ooh. hand and you let, yes, it, you let it. it count down and then you throw it. I, I only remember, yeah. I hope no one, I feel like doing that in real life is a terrible idea but um it's probably terrifying yeah jesus <laughs> um i don't think i could do that for more than like half a second um but it yeah, might on, call honestly duty, i so. would yeah i see it a lot in, in cod honestly i would have to know exactly like how long the fuse is um and like i would not get any more than like halfway there you know mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah, uh, but uh, next next word is wait, which means to stop and halt. Typically for someone else, you will wait on someone. Um, you might be waiting in a line, which is to stop and halt in a line. Um, and uh, also there uh, people might wait on you, which can be that they're waiting for you to, to, to get there. Or they're a waiter at your table. Exactly. I think that's a really great, um, yeah, I've got some... some clear connections here uh with the last one um being a mushroom which is mushroom. Uh, a kind of uh fungi delicious is, fungus yes. yes it's which is the um uh what are they called not it's it's the it's not animal kingdom it's domain right yeah it's a domain, domain of yeah. life um that uh, uh feasts upon uh other uh dead things basically bile yes um, yeah oh, one thing that's i i always thought was interesting and probably everyone listening to this knows this but um that the the mushroom that like the the thing that we look at and see as a as a thing as a mushroom um is actually just like the fruit um and the actual yeah. mushroom is literally just the um the mycelium the stuff inside of the thing that the the, the roots basically um mm. and by fruit i mean it's like the thing that spreads the seed it's not really yeah, made to be eaten i don't it's think it's the part but... that we eat yeah yeah but it's um yeah it's just made to carry out spores that is why mushrooms mm-hmm. have mushrooms yeah and they are delicious when cooked and sauteed so tell me what is your amazing um 30 second story Hmm. um So, uh, I, um, there's a, there at a restaurant, um, um, someone came out to the people eating 
and said, um, we apologize. We have, here is an apology for the, you can say apologize rather than apology. <laughs> we apologize for the wait. Um, but the cook ate a bad mushroom and now he, um, he just became gigantic and he broke through the ceiling. And so we're dealing with that right now. And that's why we can't bring your, your, your food. It's because he got, he got a one up and he's just, he's just really big <laughs> and he can't, he can't reach the ladle. And so you can't have your soup. Sorry. Um, wow. And then the patrons leave the restaurant. And those, the patrons, Bowser. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. all of the patrons were Bowser. Yeah. It was God, an Italian restaurant God. also. I just want to. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe it was like uh, Mario's restaurant. Yes. He ate exactly. a super shroom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so my story is going to follow the uh, cult superhero Mushroom Man, Mushroom whose, Man, whose power is that he can build like fungus on any surface. So he walks around down uh, downtown in his uh, mushroom armor, armor made entirely from mushroom, um, and he basically doesn't really have any like power power besides being able to really grow grow fungus so he mostly just like picks up trash in the park that's nice um and then you know he will maybe like uh walk into you know certain certain uh shops and be like hey do y'all need any mushrooms i can sell you locally grown (laughs) mushrooms for you to cook with um so yeah so yeah pretty much he's he's just uh, out there uh, grinding he uh, is also a, a waiter because being a superhero doesn't really pay any money. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. I mean, Peter Parker delivers pizzas, so exactly, yeah, yeah, and 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 he is he is great at it too. Um, mm-hmm. But the issue is that after being close to him for for too long, you will start growing growing oh, mushrooms no. on you. So he always has to uh, apologize, which hurts how how much in tips he gets at the end of his shift. <laughs> wonderful um yeah i'm just glad that he um does the right thing and says he's sorry yeah that's good that's mushroom it. man away i really need to play the spider-man game again on the playstation i really really need to you really need to